Hi guys, welcome back to the Shannon Show podcast. Today's episode is going to be a review of Take Me Out Season 11, Episode 3. For those of you who haven't yet, please subscribe to my channel. I'm still on the road to 1,000 subscribers. I'm edging closer and closer every day. And thank you to everyone who has already subscribed. So let's just get into the review. I feel like the intro... The intro this week was a bit boring, so let's just skip to the first contestant, which was Tom from Cornwall. Um, Realistically, Cornwall, I probably wouldn't travel to, but he was decent looking, so I would have kept my light on. Um, Another thing I've noticed, obviously, Lulu, again, she's been getting consistently, you know, consistently a significant amount of airtime and I'm now entirely bored of her. I feel like she's gotten very boring very quick. First episode, it was a bit like, okay, you know, ditzy, hee hee hee. Second episode is like, okay, this is getting a a little bit boring. And at this point, I'm like totally bored and I just wish that they kind of just stopped giving her airtime. Is anyone else kind of just getting a little bit sick of seeing Lulu? Or is it just me? Obviously, um, Tom from Cornwall, we learn more about him in the first round. He done pretty decent in the first round and we learn that he's like a professional mountain biker um, and he's supposedly, I think, third in the UK. I've seen mountain biking in like the Olympics. I think I've watched mountain biking on the Olympics, like on the sports highlight. So... Yeah, it is an Olympic sport and he like lives and lives, eats and breathes mountain biking and he says he wants, you know, someone to be outdoors with him and doesn't mind getting a bit bit little bit muddy. And for me instantly I think I would have turned my light off at that point. I think I think, you know, I don't think we would have been compatible. I don't think I'd personally be compa- compatible with a mountain biker who like lives, eats, sleeps and breathes mountain biking. And then on top of that, he says that he basically eats takeaway, basic takeaway pizza every other day. And that means that he doesn't have to wash up any plates. So that instantly tells me that he lacks hygiene and he lacks cooking skills. And I just feel like if you were going to get takeaway every day, don't get me wrong, I love, I love, I like a little takeaway, but I feel like if your takeaway choice is pizza and then pineapple, p- pineapple on your pizza, you know, that's your choice, you know, every other day, again, I don't think we would be compatible. I don't really mind what other people, what other people eat, but I just feel like, you know, you'd be like, can we go out somewhere? to eat and he'll be like oh let's just order in pizza and have a night in and I don't think I could deal with that and I just feel like he was just looking for a cheerleader cheerleader really rather than an actual partner he was looking for a cheerleader to come and eat pizza with him at his house and cheer her cheer him on when he's practicing for his mountain bike so yeah it would have been a red light for me but is there anyone who would have kept their light on for Tom from Cornwall after the first round. So obviously he survives the first round and, um, you know, a few lights go off, but he survives the first round. And then the second round is him basically playing with his bike 
and again a few lights go off again and at this point I'm just thinking if you stayed on you know that you know that he's a mountain biker you know he's a professional mountain biker like he takes it seriously like he's competitive so I don't understand now you're seeing him on this bike now you want to turn your light off I just I don't understand that thought process I think maybe once they saw him on the actual bike they're just like oh my gosh like he's actually like a mountain biker like I don't think I can be with my a mountain biker so that's why they turned it off but I just feel like if you know he's a mountain biker I don't understand how you can be surprised when he's now suddenly on a mountain bike but okay um so then obviously like pretty much all of the girls turn their lights off and there's only like three girls left and it's a bit awkward because he you know he is a decent looking guy so I personally think that he probably thought he'd have a lot more choice and then on top of that one of the three people who left their lights on basically admitted that she forgot to turn her light off so that was a bit awkward yeah so that was a bit awkward so then it's kind of like he doesn't really have a choice he has to pick between kind of two people um which was Danny and Grace so obviously he doesn't really have much choice Danny and Grace Danny, I've been rooting for Danny. She seems really cute. And, you know, I felt really bad for her when her lights got turned off. But in terms of looking at the two of them, Danny and Grace, solely based off looks, I wouldn't have thought that either of them would have been Tom's first choice. But he literally has no choice here. Um, and so... And then also, what really annoyed me is that he was doing the whole runabout thing when it's like... I don't know why you're doing all of this, you know, running up and down. Like, the girl clearly said she doesn't like you. So we all know you're turning off her light. So I I wasn't sure why he was doing all of these theatrics anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, did, I don't think they would have... Either of them would have been in his top three, either of the, either of the girls. So I wasn't really sure where he was going to go, really, in terms of picking... In the end, obviously, he picks Danny, and I think he picked Danny because, you know, Danny seems like such a sweetheart. Like, I was really rooting for her. So he picks Danny, and then Danny wants to know who his love at first light is. And I think we all knew that she wasn't his love at first light. And his love at first light was Libby. Libby, again, she's another popular one. So, yeah, they're going off on a date, and I think they'll have a good time. Danny is a really sweet girl, and I think... You know, Tom from Cornwall will probably warm to her. So I'm interested to see where it goes and I'm definitely hoping there's some good things for Danny. So obviously next we see Luke and Emma on a date. And um, on the date, I could already feel like it was a bit, there was like some awkward vibes. And I feel like if I was on that date with Luke, I, I probably wouldn't have gone, I would probably would have not to have continued seeing him i feel like luke was like being really aggy like he's looking at her while she's cutting her pizza because he has this thing where he doesn't like people eating pizza with their knife and fork and i just think wow you are an actual weirdo and then he was making like jokes like really awkward jokes and you know emma she was just going along with it and it just felt really awkward so I already knew it was unsuccessful, but I didn't actually expect Emma to actually say, like, likey. Obviously, Emma said likey, and then he said no likey. But then also, on top of that, 
um, Emma on the date said that she was going to be going away. She was going to be travelling for five months in Australia, which is basic, which we all know is the other side of the world. That's like a 24-hour flight. And I just feel like if that was the case, Emma, I think maybe she's an idealist. She thinks maybe long-distance relationships could work. But me, realistically, I wouldn't go on a dating show. Obviously, people have their own reasons to go on a dating show, whether that's because they generally want to find someone or they want some exposure. But I just feel like if you were generally looking to date, that wouldn't be a wise move. And then second of, second of all, another not wise move would be actually telling somebody on the first date that you were going to go travelling for five months. So I feel like she kind of shot herself in the foot there. So even though Luke was really aggy, I'm not surprised that he said no likey. But yeah, what did you think of Luke on that date? Do you, would you have continued seeing him after that or would you have not? Let me know. So the next contestant was Peter. He's a bit older looking. I'm thinking about like, you know, late late 30s, maybe early 40s. Um, and he comes in, he's doing his dance. He's from South Africa. He doesn't have the accent or anything, but he's from South Africa. And yeah, I, you know, I liked the intro, I liked the confidence, the dance moves were a bit awkward, but I like, I, but I was loving it. So I probably would have kept my light on just out of curiosity to see what he was about. So obviously, you know, some of the lights go off, but he, he fares pretty well in terms of the lights on, lights off ratio. So obviously in the first round, we learned kind of more about him. He says that he has he's a model um which is quite interesting because looking at him he's not i would say he was like chubby but he's got he's kind of got a dad bod so he's not really what i would think a model would look like unless it was like maybe like catalog um so he's probably a catalog model at best and then he also says that he's an actor and he starred in 14 different films but the thing is he name drops, but he doesn't name a single film that he was in. So that just leads me to believe that he was an extra and he's like an aspiring actor rather than an official actor. So he's had a long career as an extra. So instantly I'm just kind of thinking, you know. So yeah, I don't think it would work. An older man plus, you know, being an aspiring actor who hasn't really landed proper role yet so you know I don't think it would work for me and then he said something like and then he was like saying you know and then on top of that he's on a reality tv show just like how would this help your acting career so that's already letting me know that the acting career is not going well so <laughs> and then he's saying that he's writing this book and then I'm just thinking you know, does he want to be famous? An ageing fame whore, I just don't think we would be compatible. So I definitely would have turned my light off for the first round. But let me know if you would have kept your lights on. So obviously, he survives. There's still people there. And then the last round, it's his friend basically spilling the tea, um, saying that he eats these wild animals. Like, he, he eats wild animals, so he's eaten, like, ostrich wildebeest I think I think it's a wildebeest just you know 
wild animals he's eaten. But then in the first round, he was saying how he was brought up on a safari in Africa. And he was brought up in a safari in South Africa and he loves animals and he loves wild animals. So then, you know, if I had stayed on for the first round, I definitely would have turned up for the third round because that just lets me know you're full of shit and you're a liar because you just said that you you know really love wild animals but then you're here eating wild animals i personally wouldn't mind if you were somebody who ate like wild minor animals as long as they weren't extinct but the fact that you have gone and said that you loved wild animals and then you're eating them it's just it's just a hypocrite you're just a hypocrite and you're a liar so that just makes me so that just you know reveals very early on that you're not a very rely you're not a very trustworthy human being or reliable human being so I definitely would have turned my light off at that point but yeah let me know if you would have stuck it out the whole thing if you would have you know chanced to date at Fernando with Peter from South Africa so he manages by the skin of his teeth to secure some options he manages to whittle it down to Vicky and Christy and, you know, basing it off looks, I would have thought he would have went with Chrissy. Obviously, Chrissy wants to find out who his love at first sight was. Um, I wasn't really sure. You know, you never really know who's an older chap. So I was thinking maybe he would go for, you know, one of the older women, like the women that were like around like, you know, late 20s, 30s plus. He chose Chloe and I believe she's around 22 and she looks young. So he's obviously one of those, you know, older men who likes, you know, pretty little young thing. So that was a bit awkward. And he also looked down when Paddy removed the name. So he's obviously thinking, oh, they're going to think like I'm this like older man looking for a little sugar baby. But I don't think he has money for to be even labelled a sugar daddy. So, yeah, that was a bit awkward. But yeah, they're going to the Isle of Fernando. That would be really interesting. I feel like he's just going to come across really fake. But yeah, I guess we'll see. Then we see Ryan and Peyton on a date. Um, and, you know, they're talking. There's a lot of banter. Um, obviously, Peyton says that she's a vegetarian. And Ryan basically does this thing where he's like, oh, so you wouldn't eat bacon. You wouldn't eat pork. You wouldn't eat beef. You know, just going down the lines of meat fish and poultry and for me personally if I was a vegetarian that would be a massive turn off for me because it's just like you know I'm obviously a vegetarian for specific type of reasons and you're there quizzing me and even though it was banter I just feel like people who joke about stuff like that with vegetarians and vegans they're the type of people who will put meat in your who will make who will secretly make you eat meat products you know as a funny prank or as an experiment so for me instantly if I was a vegetarian that would be a turn off and I probably wouldn't want to see them again because I feel like when people joke about those things they will take the joke extra and they will try some shit like that so I think that would have been a turn off for me but yeah if there's any vegetarians or vegans listening to this would that be a deal breaker for you somebody joking about like trying to convince you to eat meat or would you just take it as light-hearted banter but they seem to like each other a lot she seems to like his meaty banter and they both like each other so you know 
what happens next I really don't care it's none of my business but yeah they seem to like each other but I thought that was a bit surprising to be honest the next person was Joel he comes in he's decent looking so I would have kept my light on you know I don't really know where Kettering is I'm guessing it's from the accent it's somewhere in the south of England I'm guessing, does anyone know whereabouts Kettering is? This is a new place for me. I've never heard of the of the town called Kettering before. But he's that's where he's from. And he manages to, you know, pass the first round, I guess. Well, not the first round. He manages to, you know, pass the intro with no lights coming off. That wasn't a surprise for me. I feel like, you know, in terms of, like, um... British standards of beauty he meets that so that wasn't a surprise for me I was thinking maybe one or two lights but you know the ladies liked what they saw so yeah would you have kept your light on for Joel let me know so then the first round we learn more about him we learn that he is an army guy and I think for me that would have been a red light I just wouldn't personally want to date somebody positions of authority so I wouldn't want to date like a policeman or something or an army person um a navy person a politician just people men in positions of like powerful positions of authority you know I just feel like we would clash too much so for me that would probably be a red light but we also learn in the, in the first round that he's like super clean. And then when he said that he was super clean, some people turned their lights off. And I was just like, why? Why would you turn your light off for, for a man that says that he likes to clean? And it's just like, so what do you like your people? Do you like your men dirty and unhygienic? Like, I just don't understand. I just thought that was very bizarre very bizarre so then um last round obviously he's doing his assault courses like i guess his army training stuff and everybody who kept their light on for the round before kept their light on for this round so he's managed to secure himself a good amount of dates and he has quite a few options like when it but what i noted is that when he was like turning off lights he was like being a little savage with it like he was going past people and then as he was going past turning their lights off like making them think that he was going past and turn somebody else's light off and i was just like there's no need for that there's no need for that theatrics that was a bit mean some of them so yeah in the end he whittles it down to callie and chloe they're both gorgeous girls They've both been highly sought out girls. They've both been love at first sights. And, you know, I wasn't really sure who he was going to go with. I thought, you know, because you never know, Chloe, you know, she's slightly, she's, she's slightly younger than Callie. So, again, it's just kind of like, what was he looking for? Is he looking for a younger girl? Is he looking for a more older woman? I wasn't really sure who, who he was going to go with. And he ended up going with Callie. Callie obviously wants to know who his love at first light is. And love at first light is. And I actually thought his love at first light was going to be Callie. But it was actually Lulu again. Of course, another sought out girl. The next date was Nathan and Chelsea. Chelsea looks absolutely stunning. She's got her hair sleek and straight. And her outfit looks good. Um, but she was really annoying on this day. I just don't understand because on the show, she seemed like a really nice, 
fun, bubbly girl. But at this restaurant, I don't know what the hell she was acting like. She was saying how she doesn't like restaurants and she prefers pubs. And I was just like, girl, you got to raise your standards, honey. Like pubs, you know, you're putting pubs on a higher pedestal than a nice restaurant. Darling, get your standards together. And, you know, she was just complaining about the food all the time like she didn't want to try the lobster she said she'd never tried it but she didn't want to try it and let me tell you Chelsea if you're watching this you are missing out because lobster is like so good I think lobster is like my favorite dish lobster with some garlic butter mm. and she missed a chance for a free meal of that on on ITV's tab stupid anyway so, you know, but then again, you know, I have been a picky eater. So I also understand I'm now kind of branching out my plateau. But I just feel like when everything is on ITV's dime, you might as well just try it, even if you don't like it. But, you know, picky eaters and that, you know, like I said, I've been there, done that. Like I said, I have been a picky eater before. So I do understand why someone might not want to try something that they haven't before. But I also feel like she said that she likes pub stuff so at a seafood seafood restaurant there must be something akin to like cotton fish or even just fish i mean or even just chips like most restaurants sell fish sell you know chips so i don't understand why she was making a big deal out of everything i don't know because she seemed like such a different person to how she was on the show i don't know if the producers had something to do with this whether they told her to intentionally sabotage herself or rather or whether she's actually that annoying in real life but yeah I'm not surprised that Nathan said no likey it was a no-brainer and I absolutely do not blame him so yeah what did you guys think of Chelsea did you find her annoying or do you feel like obviously next date was Mustacius I don't even know his name how to pronounce his name Mustacius Medacius I think it's Med Medacious. Shirley was struggling to find out his to pronounce his name too. I'm with you, honey. But he says that he likes to just be called Mo. Honestly, I'm gonna try. I'm honestly that would. I'm not gonna lie. Like when people mispronounce my last name, I get really pissed off. So I can only assume that he gets really pissed off. So yeah, sorry if you if you stumble across this. I'm really sorry for butchering your name pronunciation. But yeah. So that day, it was a bit awkward, but it was like one of those like, you know, first date nerves, awkwardness. And I thought they were really cute together. Shirley, she had really great chat. You know, she has a really nice personality. And I was rooting for them before the day. And obviously they said that they both liked each other. And, you know, I could see, you know, a potential long-term relationship. So, you know, I wish them both the best. So then obviously our last um our last person and then obviously Kane comes he's like um he's black or like mixed race half black I'm thinking but it's kind of like the running theme it's just like there's always just like one black guy or one mixed race guy every week I think that this is switch it up a bit really like there's not it's just kind of just like you know the majority of the contestants are white and then there's just like one black guy I feel like they need to mix it up, like, you know, we need some, like, Asian men up in there. Up in there, we need some Arab men up in there. I feel like they need to switch up a bit with the diversity. 
But yes, Caden comes in and you know, his entrance was good. So I would have kept my light on based on the entrance. Um, you know, one girl said that she thought that he looked like Ashton from JLS. And obviously they're both like mixed race, but they look absolutely nothing alike. Nothing alike, girl. Mm -mm. Obviously the first round we will see like he, 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 you know, has a complete red out, blackout and he doesn't get a date and he has to go home by himself. But this whole first round, I think, I think he was a plant. I think he was a fake contestant because I just don't understand why you would go on the show and self-sabotage yourself because... You know, first he admitted that he reuses his chat-up lines and his romantic songs to every woman he meets but just changes the name. Why would you admit that on a dating show? Red herring number one. Red herring number two. He says he's got his ex ex's names tattooed on his skin, but he hasn't got it covered up because he's scared of needles. He's scared of needles. But you weren't scared enough to get it tattooed in the first place. That's red herring number two. Number two, Because why would you admit that on a dating show? So obviously the producers had set, you know, so obviously the producers had set this one up, like, you know, to have a blackout, to create some drama, to create a good laugh. But I just feel like it's an insult to our intelligence because that was clearly a fake contestant. Like, who would go on a show and willingly do that? I just feel like he was a fake contestant. Does anyone else think that he was a real contestant? Does anyone think that he was, like, just, you know, a real person but just really stupid? Or does anyone else think that he was just a fake contestant? But on a more serious note, could you date somebody who had, like, their ex's names tattooed on them? I wouldn't say never, depending, because if the ex had died or something, maybe that could be a pass, but generally, no. So on Twitter, lots of people are saying things about Chloe's expression, like, you know, her face when, her face when Joel turned off her light was a bit like Chanel Screen Queens. Yeah, she was making a lot of faces. You know, I've seen a lot of comments basically saying that, you know, these girls, are, you know, some of the girls are coming off as desperate. And, you know, I have to agree, like, some of these people were, like, crossing their fingers and jumping up and down and smiling really wide. I'm just like, girl, girl, you've got to play it cool and collected. This is not the way. Some people are saying, um, you know, taking a job at Chelsea because she said she doesn't like going to restaurants. I, you know, each of their own, but I just kind of feel like I would never pick a pub over a restaurant. Don't get me wrong. I like a good pub with my friends, but for a date, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to doubt. I, I just feel like a pub to a restaurant, you know, a restaurant to a pub is a downgrade in my opinion for a date. And then a lot of people are saying, you know, not cute to act thick. And it's not funny. So I feel like a lot of people are taking a jab at Lulu here. I think lots of people are getting sick and tired of, you know, the ditzy act. And yeah, it is getting a bit tired. And I just feel like they need to minimise it in the edit for next week and so forth. And I did see a tweet that basically said that they're unsure of why people were turning off um, their light for Joel when he said he was clean. Again, 
I'm also very confused. I would have thought that that would be a reason to keep your light on. But, you know, each to their own. You know, some people apparently like unhygienic and dirty men. Um, but yeah, let me know what your thoughts were on this episode. And until next time, guys. Bye.